Hi, I'm James P. Friel. And I'm Dean Holland. It's time to fasten your seatbelts, boys and girls. That's right. If you're an entrepreneur who's wanting to take your business to the next level and have a bit of fun while getting cutting edge advice on your business, marketing, and sales, welcome to Just the Tips, arguably the best podcast in the entire world. I guess that's good, right? Yeah, that's good to me. All right. That was easy. That was the easiest thing we did all day. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Just the Tips. This is your host, James P. Friel. I am excited that you guys are here with us today. Dean and I have a special show planned for you around something that is applicable to all business owners, all entrepreneurs, simply because it's something that we have to deal with every single day. And it doesn't matter whether you're just starting out or you've been in business for 10 years or 20 years. Every single person who is in business for themselves needs to deal with this issue. And we will reveal the surprise in just a minute. But I see him riding in over the hill on White Noble Steed, galloping into the studio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome the one, the only, the bearded wonder from the United Kingdom, Mr. Dean Holland. I'm on the way. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, man, you almost missed your cue. That Whoa. was that was a close call. Well, I was uh, the old noble steed just off, up on the hill there, just at the brow of the hill nearly threw me off. So Yeah, <laughs> he was more excited <laughs> to get here than you. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. How are you doing, James? Excellent. How are you today, man? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm looking forward to this show. We always kind of have a little chat before we hit record and make sure we kind of know where this is heading, but don't at the same time. And yeah, I think this is sometimes a- we're clearer than others. Right. <laughs> I think like when you and I kind of uh, get let loose on this podcast, we generally tend to go into like tactics or tactical or strategy and numbers and all that kind of stuff. Well, I think today might be a little different, right? Yeah. Let's reveal what's behind the curtain for our listeners today. Yes. So one of the things that you know I've seen and I know in talking with you, you've seen as well in our own businesses, our own lives and the work that we've been doing with you know all of our clients and people in our world is how freaking important it is to like really have mental toughness and the right mindset in order to win. Yes. Oh my gosh. In a major way. You know what it is about this subject as well? I actually think it's the most important thing that most people need, but it's probably yeah. the thing that people want the least. As in... Well, it's because it's like, oh man, wait a second. I have to do work on myself. Right. I can't just like do something outside. Yeah, yeah. It's not the place people go to first, but it is the place that everybody can benefit from. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Because I think, like, honestly, you know, when I, I look back over, like, say, the last decade, for 10, 15 years, like, when I started out, as much as at the time, like, hindsight's a wonderful thing. In the, at the time, I thought I lacked, like, strategy. Like, why weren't, like, if only I could learn how to do better ads or make more sales or this or that. But actually, looking back at it now, the thing that changed my trajectory of where I was heading was actually the development of myself on the mindset yeah. and the mentality and just me. I don't think any amount of tactics can fix someone if they first don't fix themselves, if that makes sense. No, it does make sense. It's because the foundation upon which you're building everything effectively starts with you. And right. if you don't have a strong foundation, then you know somebody's going to give you the best strategy or the best tactics or whatever. And either you're going to not implement it, you're going to second guess yourself, you're going to self-sabotage, you're not going to push through to the end. There's like a whole variety of ways that you can screw it up even if it's the right strategy, simply because you're not in the right frame of mind. Yeah, definitely. And I think like, obviously you and I and everybody here listening is a particular type of person, an entrepreneurial type. We wouldn't do anything else. We wouldn't have it any other way. But let's just be honest, like 
it's not easy either. You know, the things yeah. we have to take on, the risks, the challenges, the resilience that we have to build. If I look back at when I was employed in my last job, it's like you literally can just leave at 5 p.m. and forget about everything and not really care too much, at least the positions I was in. You know, but running your own business as an entrepreneur, like that can't be the case. If there is a problem, if there is something going on, you've got to fix it. You've got to be the driving force. It's like, oh, you've got to build that up. You've got to create that in yourself, right? Yeah. Well, it all begins and ends with you. And I think in this case, you know, I think about- well, me personally. Like I- me. <laughs> Yes. Everything <laughs> begins and ends with the one, the only Mr. Dean Holland. <laughs> there we go. I hereby uh, deem you mentally tough. All right. Excellent. Mental toughness certification by Dean Holland. <laughs> Incredible. But you know, the thing is, it's like, how many times have we been on an airplane and they do the safety briefing? And the one thing that always sticks out in my mind is I say, all right, like cabin loses pressure, the masks are going to fall from the ceiling. You got to put your own oxygen mask on first before helping others. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's the same case here. Like all of the things about developing mental toughness, creating a winning mindset, doing the things that push through, that's about improving yourself. And it's impossible to help other people. Like you can't help other people to the extent that you can't help yourself. Yeah. And definitely. And what is at the end of the day, you know, coming back to one of the things, you know, that we've talked about, I believe is so fundamental is business is simply an exchange of value. Right. And so that means you're adding value to other people, you're helping other people, right? Entrepreneurship is about solving problems and making a profit in the process. And if you can't add that value and if you can't solve other people's problems because you haven't figured out how to do things for yourself, your growth is going to stagnate oh, and you're going to stay stuck. Yeah. Absolutely. I think this is like such a vast area in every given way as well. I mean, like you with clients, I mean, you and I both work with clients at probably complete opposite spectrums of the entrepreneurial journey. Like I'm also help people in the beginning stages to get started. You're more at the other end. But I think the similarities that we will all encounter any end of the spectrum in the sense of the mindset and the development of this, I think it's still, to me, it seems to be pretty much the same. So I think this is a universal area that no matter what stage you're at and where you're at, like this has to become such a critically important focus for every one of us. And and I just want to be clear, like obviously we're talking about this on the show to the listeners, but like I'm not going to sit here myself and even pretend that this is an area that I continually have to develop in me. Like there are times where like all I want to do is run away from some of the crap that we're facing, but you can't. I don't know about you, G. I mean yeah. you to me, you're like this ultra resilient person, but I bet you still have those moments, right? Of course I do. And I think that I'm really glad you're bringing that up because I think what happens at various stages and everything, we tend to look at other people and we compare ourselves right. to them. right? And we're like, oh my God, oh, it's easy for Dean or it's easy for James or it's easy for this person. It's easy for that person. And, and it's not easy, right? Right. It's, it is easy for Romacio. Well, everything's easy for Romacio. Right. <laughs> because he's, he's, he's just frankly just better than you. So <laughs> He is. He just looks down on us. <laughs> I'm better than you. <laughs> there we go. Makes an appearance. He's been gone for a while, but he's back. Yeah, no, he's back. He may leave for a little while, but he's never <laughs> gone. <laughs> and there we go. Just when we we're into a serious part of the show, I just had to trash it. So let's resume. <laughs> no, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad you did. Keeping in theme with the show of 100% uh, <laughs> bullshit. So, but the truth is like, it's easy to look at other people and say, oh, they have it easier than me, or that comes natural to them, or this, right. or that, or the other thing. And like, one of my favorite sayings is, don't wish that it were easier. Wish that you were stronger. Ooh. Oh, can we quote you on that one, James? It's not mine, but if you want to quote me on it, go for it. Right. <laughs> I don't really know where it came from. It's just like one of those sayings that I heard a long time ago and I've seen, you know, <laughs> different places and stuff like that. Right. But 
I was actually interviewed on a on another podcast yesterday, and the guy asked me like a bunch of different words, and one of the words was stress. And I said, stress is not something to be avoided. And it's important that we have stress. Without stress, it's impossible to grow. And everybody seems to want to grow without the stress or grow without the pressure, right? And I think about you know working out at the gym and you don't grow unless there's weight and resistance. Right. And you're putting your body under stress and strain and allowing yourself to struggle through that so that you become stronger. And the same exact thing happens you know, in mindset as well is that when we see stress as something to be avoided and we see it as something like, oh, like that's hard or that's painful or it's right. difficult or whatever, and we run away from it, we actually rob ourselves of the opportunity to get stronger so that we can conquer that thing as if it were easier. But it's not that it's easier. It's just that we've conditioned ourselves to be stronger and allow ourselves to be able to do that. Yeah, I love that because I believe there is a almost like a society of things wanting to be easier. It's like, I want to lose weight, but I want it to be easy. I want to gain muscle. I want it to be easy. I want to grow my business, but I want it to be easy. Like, what's the easy path that I can take, right? Everybody seems to want like the result with as little work as possible. I'm not denying that that's not an attractive thing. But I think like, you know, what was just running through my head there with what you're saying is just perfect in a sense of if we continually try to find the easier way and not go through the pain, like, can you really go through the growth? Can you really experience growth without some degree of pain, discomfort, uncomfort? I don't think so. I think any time where I've experienced growth, if I look at it, there was always a point of pain before. Would you agree with that yourself? I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think just you gave the analogy there with the gym. Do you know about lobsters? Tell me about lobsters. (laughs) Now I'm completely intrigued. I do know about lobsters. I've eaten them. I enjoy them. I know that they have claws, but I have no idea where you're going with this. Well, did you know that a lobster like has to break out of its own shell in order to grow? Oh, right. Yes, I have heard that. Yeah. So it's a similar analogy with what you were just talking there. And I, I always think about that story, like the pain of having to actually physically break out of its shell in order to achieve another level of growth. I always think about that for myself. I'm like, oh my gosh, this feels really uncomfortable what I'm experiencing now. But I know if I push through this, I'm going to grow and I'm going to come out bigger and better out the other side. Hopefully. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Well, you may, or you may just come out with some new lessons. Right. Yeah. Which are just as valuable. Right. And I think so sometimes growth happens in these different ways. And if you're only thinking that growth looks like one thing, like it looks like you getting the result that you originally intended and you don't get that, you may actually be blind to the fact that you have all these lessons that you could internalize and use for the next time you're trying to pursue something. Yeah. Right. So growth happens in a variety of different ways. And I think that the first principle I think we're talking about here is that this happens to everybody, right? Nobody has it easy. Right. And the faster you can recognize that, the better off you're going to be. Because when you understand that in order to grow, in order to get the things that you want, in order to become the person that is capable of getting the things that you want, you must grow. And in order to do that, you have to put yourself under some stress or some strain and resistance. And that's how we grow all kinds of muscles, mental, physical, emotional, like all of those things. And then the second thing is once you realize that, it becomes way more likely that you stop backing down from those situations. And in fact, you start pursuing those situations that Mm. kind of put you in a slightly uncomfortable situation so that you can grow. Right. Right. It's like getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's one of the the Navy SEALs have that saying, like, get comfortable being uncomfortable. And the only easy day was yesterday. Like, I absolutely love that. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Yeah. Like, today is not going to be easy. Yesterday was easy. Why? Because it's done. Because it's over. Right. Right. Because I'm not having to face that anymore. When you say, oh, like, you know, I seem like somebody who's super resilient, 
This has come from decades of conditioning myself to be resilient. Right. And even still, I have days where I'm like, oh my God, really? <laughs> like, I got to put in the effort again? Right. Yes, I have to put in the effort I again. in the same breath. That's why you're also such an asshole. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> I've worked very hard at that. Right. Years of conditioning. <laughs> Years of asshole conditioning. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> just, just got the quote wrong. from today's show. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's it, right? It's it's about conditioning yourself to see something that's challenging and say, I am going to do it anyway. Right. It doesn't matter whether it's hard. Yep, definitely. And I think like one of the things that you just said there, like just brings up something that I sort of always say with clients of ours. You mentioned about capable. Everybody wants to be the successful person or achieve a certain degree of success, whatever that means to them. But I think would you agree that you first have to become a person that's capable of that success before you can actually get it? I think so. Otherwise, it's not going to be built on a strong foundation, right? And you look at lottery winners, like everybody likes to pick on lottery winners, and I'm going to go ahead and pick on them right now as well. <laughs> Most of the time, they were looking for the easy way out. Right. Right. They're like, okay, it only cost me a dollar or five dollars or whatever it is, play the lottery and ridiculously low odds that I'm going to win. But then the people who win get all of this money. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh my God, wow, I got what, exactly what I wanted. But because they are actually not the people who were capable mm. of creating that money yeah. and that success, more often than not, it completely vanishes in a very short period of time. Like people burning through millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. And you're like, what on earth is happening here? And all that's happening is that they were not the people capable of creating it. So it's highly unlikely that they will be the people capable of maintaining it and holding on to it. Right. And I guess the complete opposite of that is you take a business millionaire, billionaire, generally speaking, you know, a lot of the sort of household names that you would call on as the well-known entrepreneurs, many of them have been bankrupt and still gotten it all back and many times more. Yeah, exactly. Why? Because they're the people capable of doing it. So if you look at that, you got to say, okay, the end result is great, but what's most important is how do I become the person capable of creating that end result? Right. Because then the end result like kind of takes care of itself and you just focus on what's happening right now and building those habits and building that mental toughness and that strength. And it's impossible to kind of take that away from you because your capability is that much stronger. Right. Definitely. And so do you think then, is there knowing like we're obviously sitting here saying this is what you have to become. You have to become the person capable of success. So if anyone's listening that identifies in themselves, like I sometimes do run away when there's a point of pain and I know I'm struggling in this area. Where can people start then? Do we have some actual tips? You know what show it is, right? What show is this, Dean? Just the tips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think the very first thing is to acknowledge when you see that happening to yourself. Right. Become consciously aware that you are, would you say it's sabotaging? I don't know that it's, I mean, I think sabotaging is uh, overplayed, right? Oh, he's self-sabotaging. Oh, that person's self-sabotaging. It's like, what does that mean? All, I think all that really means is that person doesn't have conscious awareness about how what they're doing is not actually getting them the intended result that they really want. Right. Yeah, I like that. Like, I think that's what it means. And so self-sabotage sounds kind of sexy. It's like, <laughs> right. oh, sabotage, right? <laughs> I did. Like, we're in like... Into something that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, like, we're in like some like, you know, Jason Bourne spy novel or something <laughs> like that. And it's like, oh, he's self-sabotaging, right? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> you can call it whatever you want. But I think what it comes from is a lack of awareness of cause and effect, right? Right. So if there's something that I want to do or something that I want to create, but I don't understand how to cause that result to happen, then I'm going to do all sorts of like weird things, which might look on the surface like self-sabotage. Right. right. But what I think I'm saying here is that awareness around running away from the pain is probably one of the biggest steps 
in the right direction there because you have to confront it, right? And until you confront it and you allow yourself to go through that stressful situation, you're not actually going to get what you want. Sure, sure. Okay, so yeah, this makes complete sense. So we've got to first identify and become aware that we're actually doing this to ourselves, right? Yes. And the second thing is, just like you would go to the gym, don't load yourself up with way more than you can handle. Right. Yeah. You know, manage the stress, manage the resistance, manage the weight, right? So I played baseball all growing up. And by the time I was done, my shoulder like had real problems from pitching. And it was very hard for me to lift anything over my head for a while. It was hard for me to like do a bench press. All those things were really difficult. It took me a long time to get strength back in my shoulder. And if I had said, you know, the hell with it, I'm just going to put as much weight as I can find on this bar (laughs) and I'm going to lift it up over my head, like the results would have been disastrous. Sure. Right. I would have hurt myself even more because I wasn't capable of lifting that. I wasn't that person yet. I hadn't conditioned myself to be able to do that. Not to mention, I also was dealing with an injury. And so when we're putting ourselves in these situations for growth, I think it's important that we be aware enough and kind enough with ourselves to say, okay, what is the level of stress and resistance that I am capable of handling right now? Yeah. You know, you mentioned billionaires and household names and all these things. These guys are conditioned, right? They've been dealing with all of these things. And so those muscles are stronger, you know, like them or love them or whatever. Mark Zuckerberg having to go and testify before Congress yeah. and say why, you know, they're doing all these things in Facebook. That's a pretty stressful situation. Right. Yeah. Right. But I guarantee he's more conditioned and well prepared to do that as a result of continuing to put himself in difficult challenging and uncomfortable situations day in and day out for God knows how long than the average person, right? The average person might just fall apart and completely crumble under those exact same situations. Yeah. Yeah. I think that. And so it's like, it's really important to say, okay, be real with yourself. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to welcome the resistance. I'm going to welcome the pain. I'm going to welcome the challenge, but I'm also going to be kind enough to myself and aware enough about where I am so that I'm not overloading the bar and putting something on there that's way too difficult for me to challenge, way too difficult for me to handle right now, simply because somebody else is doing it does not mean that you should be doing it yet. Yeah. No, I think that's a I think that's a great outlook way of uh, sort of looking at it as well. Because I think one of the things that I think everybody tends to do today, or not everyone, like a lot of people tend to do, we're in a social media society and world, right? And everybody is so comparing themselves to everybody else. But the problem is, is you're only seeing a little piece of the picture. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, completely. And you're only seeing a little piece of the picture and you're not seeing the history. Right. Right. You're not seeing the years of conditioning that goes into somebody's results. You're just seeing them snap a selfie of them in front of their Ferrari or whatever. And you're like, ah, why don't I have a Ferrari? It's like, well, have you done everything that that person has done? (laughs) You know, have you put yourself in all those situations? Probably not. Because if you had become the same person that that person is, you would probably be capable of having the same things. Right. Exactly. And I love the, uh, we've used obviously like the gym working out analogy a lot. And I think what you've just said in the last few minutes, I think that's like such a great way of looking at it is somebody that's been going to the gym, conditioning their body, you know, three times a week for the last year, you can't walk in the gym on day one and look at that person and be like, well, they're doing that. So I should be able to do it now too. Like you've got exactly. to understand the process they went through, the experience, the conditioning, the training. And it's like business really is no different, is it? You can't look at somebody that's five years, 10 years down the line into their journey of being an entrepreneur, CEO, running a business and think that you can step into that exact same shoes, into that exact same strength, mental strength and capacity on your first day, your first year. It does take time. You know, I'm just looking back at myself like, 
I think it does come, and tell me if you agree or disagree, like a lot of this does come through practice. It's not like you just decide like, right, one day I'm going to be a mental tough son of a bitch. Like nobody's going to knock me down. Like you can approach <laughs> yeah. it in that way, but a guarantee, like at least in my experience is like nothing will beat practice. Like nothing will beat like the time. Like sometimes things do take time, right? You can't speed that up. Sometimes it is a process that you do have to go through. Would you agree with that? I would completely agree with that. And we are part of nature. And if you look at nature, nature takes time. Right? right? You don't just plant a tree today and it's 20 feet tall tomorrow. Right. It grows, it grows a root system, it grows like resilient to the weather and like all these different things and it takes time. And I think there are strategies in certainly in business and other areas where you can accelerate things and you can get leverage which is a force multiplier and things like that. But still to become who you need to be, like that's going to take some at least deliberate effort and then some time, right? How do you accelerate the process? You stay consistent. Yeah. Right. And you stay focused on it. Right. If you just go back to the gym thing, you know, if you go to the gym once every few months and five years pass, you're still not going to get the result that you're looking for. Right. You got to be consistent about going and doing it time and time and time and time again. And I think that's what discourages a lot of people sometimes is the world that we live in with social media and with, you know, with everything else, because people are comparing and seeing what other people are doing. Like, oh, I should have had my result by now. Right. And instant gratification all the time. Yeah. Instant gratification has become the norm. And becoming somebody who's mentally tough and capable of accomplishing great things, it's not instant. It's an entire lifetime of journey. Right. And I think where I am is, you know, I've accepted that I am on my path. Right. And as long as I continue to show up and do the things day in and day out that help me become more mentally tough, stronger, more consistent, more capable. Like that's what I need to focus on, right? I have amazing benefit of having this awesome coach over the last year and a half. You going to say co-host then. No, I specifically did not say co-host. <laughs> <laughs> I would have used a totally different adjective. Not amazing. I've had this amazing coach. And one of the things that he's been drilling into my head is, yes, it's great to have these results and these goals that we want, but the real point of power is in the present. And what am I doing today? What am I consistently doing today? And he's coached you know, many professional athletes and all these other things. It's a mindset shift to say, okay, I am going to focus on what I can control right now. And I'm going to intentionally put myself in situations that will continue to challenge me and allow me to grow and develop stronger capability. Yeah. I love that. I love that a lot. One of the things that I do, because going back to kind of what I said a little earlier, like I would be lying to sit here and say like, oh yeah, I'm just this mental tough guy now. Like nothing knocks me back. Like, no, there are absolute times. And it probably happens multiple times throughout the year where I go through those tough battles where it's like, oh my gosh, like, can I actually do this? And you know, one of the things that I found, I'd love to just kind of um, in the last few minutes, hear your thoughts in this area. Like I've found for me that when I have those kind of doubts or negative thoughts, whatever we want to describe it as, if I allow those things to continue on, like each day, those thoughts get worse. And and the doubts, the fears, they tend to strengthen. And one of the things that I found that helps me, and I'm sure this won't be for everybody, is I have to start becoming very, very aware of and selective about the information that I choose to actually consume and listen to or watch. And what I mean by that is one of the things that helps me to break that pattern is to actually feed like certain types of information into my mind. For example, even though I'm far from, and I'm sure my customers would tell anyone this, like I am not a motivational type guy. I'm told when I share certain things, it's motivational, but I just don't deem myself as that kind of character. But I do listen to 
other motivational people. Like Les Brown happens to be one of my favorite audios to kind of listen to. And I found for me, when I'm in that zone where I do have these fears or I'm facing this, like if there is something that's concerning me, by changing the channel almost is how I would word it, pumping stuff into my mind that strengthens my belief, that strengthens the positive outlook to combat the potential negative feelings that I have within me seems to help like a huge way. Am I explaining that in a way that makes any sense? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think your mental diet is critical to mental toughness. Yeah. And one of the habits that I've had for a very, very long time is exactly what you're talking about, feeding my mind with information from people who are mentally tough, people who are giving me strategies, people who are accomplishing amazing things, people who have a different perspective, things that cause me to think and learn and everything else like that. The amount of time most people spend consuming information and what I call mind rot is just staggering, right? And it's not that I'm saying like, you know, watching a movie or watching a TV show is, you know, there's something wrong with that because there's not. And from time to time, I enjoy that as well. But my steady diet is, you know, what am I going to read today that's going to give me another perspective? What am I going to listen to that's going to help me think about things differently? Right. Like all of those things are incredibly important. And I'm glad you brought that up because I really want to round out the show with what I think are the top three strategies to like what you should be doing on a regular basis to being mentally tough. And one of those three things is your mental nutrition, right? I love it. What am I listening to, watching, reading, consuming, talking about that's helping me develop into the person that I want to become? Right. And so I think that's number one. Should I share the other two? Drop some tips. Here are the tips. <laughs> so the other two, I wouldn't put these in this order. The very first one, I firmly believe is meditation. I cannot overstate the benefits of a consistent, regular meditation practice and how they strengthen your mind and allow you to take in information in a completely different way. It builds a level of mental resilience that is unmatched by anything that I've ever seen or experienced for myself. Other people might have different opinions, but I believe that meditation is number one. Number two is exactly what you were saying, Dean, which is the consumption of high-quality information that helps me grow as an individual, think about things differently, and become more capable and stronger. And then the third thing, we've talked about this before, but it's worth repeating because it's so freaking important. Jim Rohn said, you will become like the average of the five people that you hang around with the most. Yes. And if you are not hanging around with mentally tough people, you are not going to become mentally tough yourself. It's going to be much harder, right? And I'm not... You know, the whole conversation that sort of freaks people out sometimes, like, oh man, like, what about my friends and my family and all this other stuff? I don't really want to get into that right now because I'm not saying, you know, go join some mentally tough cult (laughs) or something like that. (laughs) But what I am saying is make sure that you are surrounding yourself with people who are challenging you, who are pushing you to be more capable, who are showing up themselves, who are on the same path. And I think if you do those three things, meditate, consume incredibly valuable information and limit the mind rot that you allow into your world and spend more and more time with people who are on that same path. I think those are three fundamental things that you can do starting whenever to get yourself the mental toughness that you need in order to not just succeed, but to like really enjoy it and like dig into the journey and feel like you're accomplishing something that you really want to accomplish. Whoa. Tips galore, my friend. Tips galore. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you'd be up for this and and feel free to say no, but I would love to have a separate show. (laughs) I would love (laughs) to actually dig into your mind 
even if it's a shorter show, I don't know how big of a topic it is, but I'd love if you would share more about, oh gosh, I, what's the first tip you just gave? Meditation. Meditation. But meditation. I would love yeah. to hear more on that subject if you'd be open to it one show. Because I, I I'll tell you why, because I've obviously spent a lot of time with you. You've spoke about the importance and the impact of meditation many times, as have you know pretty much like most high level entrepreneurs I've spent time with swear by it. But I've tried it one or two times. And honestly, like it hurts me. Like yeah. it feels like I got picked up, dropped in the middle of like Times Square or something with like a million people around me talking at the same time. And it literally feels like it's going to drive me insane. I tried it once at this spa that me and my wife was at. They were running like a meditation class. I literally had to get up and leave because I couldn't do it. It was like pain. It hurt me. Yeah. No, it's, I would be delighted to talk about it. I think it's something everybody could benefit from. And even, uh, you know, hearing your experience reminds me of my first experience doing it. Right. And it was, I I would love, I would love to to dig into your mind more on this and, and just like some tips on how somebody that knows or hears the benefits, but hasn't had a good experience like me and would still love to pursue it and try it out more. I'd be happy to do that because like maybe six, seven years ago before I started meditating, I was so skeptical. I could not imagine in my mind something that seemed like a bigger waste of time. Right. And then I tried it and it was horrible and I hated it. It's a miracle that I even you know tried it again, but I was very fortunate to have some amazing teachers who showed me how most people overcomplicate it. Surprise, surprise, just like most things. (laughs) And just how simple and effective it could be. So I'd be delighted to talk about that. And so we'll save that for another show. Yes. But in the meantime, we got to wrap up today. Dean, do you have any parting shots on this concept of mental toughness and creating a mindset that helps you win? No, I just think like this is such an important area for every single one of us, like you, me, everyone listening. And it isn't just a flicker switch thing. It's a continual development. And I think if we can all just take on board the things we've sort of openly spoke about, you know, being aware of these things, you know, taking as a journey and not just like, I have to flick that switch and it happens now. Just, you know, just work on it continually and yeah, build that toughness. I think that's what a, what a show. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it as well. And the only thing that would have made it better is if I had different co-hosts, but look, I'm <laughs> like, I've talked about this entire show. I'm willing to put myself into pain to become a better person. <laughs> and so here I am doing this show with Dean. It's sort of like my penance. There we go. There we go. But thankfully, I'm mentally tough to take your attacks and bullshit. So, uh, <laughs> exactly. Well, in all seriousness, thank you for being here, Dean. It was an awesome conversation. I look forward to continuing this and the meditation thing at some other point. Thank you guys for listening to us. We appreciate you tuning in. Make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, tell your friends about us. We appreciate you guys, and we will talk with you next time. Later, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Just the Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit justthetipsshow.com. For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, visit deanholland.com. And if you'd like to go from being a hustling entrepreneur to an effective CEO, capable of running your company without being stuck in the day-to-day, visit me for free training and resources at jamespfreel.com. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License.